You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Whoa, you're really midnight tonight. Oh, it's just damn light. <laughs> this feels like when you're watching scenes in Charlie and Frank's apartment <laughs> when they're yeah. in the dark. It was that yeah, yeah. Of light. I'm back, baby. Sorry about nice. that, man. You got Shaggy Two Dope and who else? Violent J. Violent J. <laughs> Happy gathering of the Juggalos to all. It's Damn. happening right now in, I was in Ohio. With this clown hair. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. I um there's a new insane clown posse record tonight at midnight. So I'm staying up. I'm going <laughs> in. I'm going in. Nice. You were going to finish. You're still going to have like ample time to put on makeup. Oh, yeah. I got that. Oh, or, or jack off. <laughs> With the makeup, you know? Uh, there's a lot of jack off talk, talk on the new Patreon. I was going to listen to that, but I was like, I might save that for um, when I'm at work tomorrow or when I'm not at work tomorrow, but like when I'm going to work tomorrow, when I'm driving there. I was going to say, you play chubby at work? I used to until I damn near got in fucking trouble. I have my speaker and my headphones on my head, so bear with me because I just remembered I need to start my laundry again because I keep fucking up. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is that Did I read that correctly that Nate's coming? Yeah, he said give him a minute. So I'm giving them a minute. God, I've done that thing today where this is like the third time I've washed this laundry. Oh, you just yeah. left it in the washer? Yeah, because uh, I did it earlier, like when I thought I was done with everything I had to do for the day and felt like really accomplished. And I was like, oh, I also need to do laundry. And then I threw it in and then Kayvon texted me like, hey, I won't have time to get high like we planned, but I'm driving up to La because I need to give Zach back his, um, is it? What? Sorry, my washing machine was being funky. Um, Kayvon texted me like, hey man, I can't get high with you at the time we planned, but I have to drive up to La Vida because I forgot I need to give back somebody one of their inflatable mattresses. Do you want to ride with me and get high on that trip? So we went up there and then uh, picked that shit up and got real stone. What the fuck? My washing machine's just like not going. Give it a Fonzie. So I just did. Go. There, okay, it's working now. Um, so I rode up here, there with him and like just totally spaced that my laundry was gone. And then I got home and forgot about it till I walked past it and saw like all the zeros on it lit up and was like, oh, fuck. And then restarted it and then immediately realized like, oh, this will end like one minute into my meeting. <laughs> and then I heard it go off during the meeting and then forgot about it till just now because I could have started it a half an hour ago. Damn. Well, you don't want your clothes to get mildewy. No. So I just put another four dose of that sweet, sweet sauce in there. Clean it up real good. You got to get those freshness balls in there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm actually out of fresh balls. You're out of those freshness balls. Slashton, are you with us? Just not in video form? Slashton uh, culture. Yeah. <laughs> Let me change that. Oh, Slash, there you are. Slashton Kutcher is such a good fucking name. Somebody brought him up to me today and was like, can you imagine being that dumbass? And I had to remind them, like, he's insanely smart on paper. Yeah, he got in on Von Dutch. While it was well, not just that. Level. I think he's like a micro microbiological engineer. Like, he's got degrees that are insurmountably hard to get. Yeah. He, uh, he dated or yeah but this was wasn't he married to uh what's her face gi jane for a little yeah, while yeah Demi was. Moore. he was waiting Jeez, for yeah. it to be long enough that it wouldn't be creepy enough to marry a 16 year old co-star uh yes the uh james franco method i'm gonna enroll in college so i can hit on young chicks no he just he met his current wife when she was 16 and he was a full-grown man playing his, her, her girlfriend his her boyfriend didn't yeah, I mean, not too to... good to Dane Cook it. Yeah, <laughs> pull the real Uncle Joey. What does that mean? Alanis Morissette was also Canadian legal when they were dating. Yeah, quite young. Yeah. 
don't worry about that. Shoot Canadian legal. They were what both the Canadian, so it wasn't like a, it'd be like if we went to a country where dating twenty-one year olds was normal, and they're like, "Whoa, that famous guy Leonardo DiCaprio dates eighteen-year-olds." Like the line's just in a different spot in Canada, and Dave Coulier was dating Alanis Morissette. Cut it jagged, out. Jagged Little Pills is about him, right? Or. <laughs> uh, uh, of, theoretically, uh, yeah, he's the guy that she went down on in a theater. That's right. Whoa. Uh, but I, he, I think that might actually be untrue. Did he do the Mr. Woodchuck voice? He's like, I guess I have some. What? Oh. <laughs> Every time. <coughs> I want that on a soundboard so I can play it in my bedroom. <laughs> Looks like I have some. What? Yeah, just be that followed by Adam Devine screaming, let's go from <coughs> workaholics. That would be the sound bite mashed up. So funny. Uh, <laughs> I always liked that on Full House because they had the, he always did the fucking like, before he said the wood pun, the little woodchuck will look around and do like a, and then he would go, what? Remember, yeah. you're a creepy uncle. Go ahead and say it. He ruled. I wish I could find a pair of those adult Ninja Turtle pajamas he had. He had adult Ninja Turtle? I don't remember that. Yeah, he wore them in one of the first seasons. There's like famous pictures of him that go around the turtle groups once in a while. A pair wait, sold wait, wait. for like $380 on Kevin Eastman's auction site. Is that the one where it's like a long sleeve and the front looks like a turtle chest with the belt of your choice? And then the, the legs look like they have like the knee guards. And then you also got like a bandana, but it wasn't a yes. mask. Yes, it was just a bandana. But they had adult-sized had... ones that were very low run. Yeah, I had those when I was a kid. I had the Donatello version. Yeah, dog. Donnie I does still machines. Have... Yeah. And Mitch is a love-making machine. Donatello, man with the machines. I can't remember the rap from the new... I've been watching that 2012 Ninja Turtles, man. I've been having so much fucking fun with it. Leonardo, he's the leader in blue. He does everything it takes to get his ninjas get through. His ninjas through. Donatello, he's the dude that does machines. Nope, you're fucking me up. And he always likes to cream in his jeans. There you go. So it's just, it's just Sam. <laughs> Donatello wears jeans. It's weird. Everyone else is just a regular turtle. But he's got some fucking dungarees on. How far into 2012 are you? Uh, maybe like nine or ten episodes. Oh, you're still in the first season. Yeah. I haven't been... This past week's been fucking crazy, man. I had to officiate oh. a wedding that's that, cool that, i was just wondering about the story but the first season story is pretty congruent with everything else yeah yeah i can't uh they just beat back to stockman for the first time nice yeah and that's like the mirage storyline i love that yeah where he's got that shitty ass armor and then the the tea the teapod the little turtle device he, he arc reactors it into his armor and then yeah, he yep. becomes Mega Baxter. Yep. It's fun what they do with Baxter throughout the series. I think you're going to dig it. What number are we on? Should we get started? Yeah, let's do it. It's 269. Is it me? Hey, it takes two to 69. You know what I'm saying? Uh, unless Nate yeah. wants to do it. <laughs> you want to announce the episode? Uh, Sure. Welcome to episode 269, dudes. <laughs> yeah. Calabunga and Booyakasha to you all. That's right, Gungala. Gungala. <laughs> uh, we're back. We're back. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. I'm Jake Becker. And I'm Nate Balding. Nate Balding, oh. we missed you, pal. How have you been? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah? I'm, I feel like I'm the exactly only time... exactly the same as I was the last <laughs> time we spoke. Nice. Well, that's good. I mean, that's not... You know, you're not in a worse spot than we, you know, than when we last spoke. Yeah, it's a. I've I've plateaued, and I continue to. Uh, I, I plan on continuing to plateau uh, for the foreseeable future. Hey, you plateaus plateaus are good because you know, like the COVID numbers in Colorado are plateauing right now, so that's good, it's right? And they're probably, not going probably great news until yeah, those probably. monkeypox numbers come in, huh? Uh, <laughs> we're all fucked everybody we're living in a, a teenage nightmare teenage but yeah man it feels like nightmare. the only time i get to catch up with you is when i nightmare. when i catch up on werewolf radar i just listened to that one about the haunted bars uh oh yeah that was uh what was that three three weeks ago i think yeah, yeah. something like that but i'm having something fun like with that. it it's i miss you is, is what i'm trying to say 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, what 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 are you going to do? Uh, we're all we're all living apart. We're going to have to have some sort of uh, eventual perfect meeting where it's like the end of the world or some shit, and only we can solve it. Uh, it seems like the only way that the broadcast geeks can meet up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all these different factions are going to be going to the rumble, and then all of a sudden, one of the like helmeted raiders will be like, "Hold up," and then take <laughs> off the helmet, and it'll be Nate Balding. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's gonna have to be a, a warrior's style meeting in the park we'll have to find our cyrus <laughs> i was picturing more finding you in the year 2019 with an evangelon suit in your silo <laughs> uh well you know if i if i can get back there uh to my evangelion silo that's where i'll be staying we're just gonna be the new paper girls it'll be the bg boys that's that's so much better than actually going through all of the <laughs> most recent time <laughs> yeah I didn't that's mean, fun I, yep, you you seem fun say what you were gonna say oh, i said i don't understand that reference i haven't watched paper girls yet dude it oh, rules uh, so fucking hard they uh they time travel from 1988 initially to 2019 so uh okay right Back before the pandemic <laughs> the last good year yeah, yeah i mean in the comic out. books in the comic books, they go to 2016, and it's very clear that Brian K. Vaughn becomes uh, really unhappy during the issues that were released under the Trump presidency. Yeah. You know, like half the country was very unhappy. The other half, fervently buying hats for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I only read like the first four issues, Nate, and I know it diverges from the comics a lot. Quite a bit. Uh, although I think that you would be hard pressed to actually uh, produce this in 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 its in the same way that the comic book went about it. Yeah, but as far as I can tell, like I like the way they breached it. Yeah, all the themes are the same. Uh, all the characters are pretty much the same. Uh, they don't get into it in this uh, season, which we'll see if they get a second one. I think they probably won't. Uh, really? Yeah, just the way the executive, the showrunner left midway through production. Oh, no. Uh, and I don't know. Time. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to keep trying to go because there, there's it does feel like it's a, uh, a lot of the episodes are made kind of unfinished. There's information that you end up getting, but it seems like something you should have got way earlier in the season okay because i'm on episode seven i'm starting that one when we get done so is this uh it's on amazon right yeah yes and it got dumped as eight full episodes it wasn't even Damn. a weekly they didn't even the boys it they did not no. oh shit so who Which... publishes the comic book is that image or dark it horse was... image I, it was was it image i think yeah i think it's it was image. I sell the shit out of them. Yeah, they were great. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn writing, Clef Chang drawing. I mean, that's why I only read four issues. It took off so fucking fast that like I didn't have enough for pull slots all of a sudden. And then I was out of the loop enough that I didn't want to start reading again on issue like 13 once I had ordered enough. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I, I yeah, I, it's definitely one of those books where I, I think you would have to have gone through all of it to know what the fuck was going on yeah although it's only 30 issues so uh, you know you could probably get it in an omnibus edition by now they do have an omnibus it's like the brightest color pink anybody's ever printed an omnibus oh, it, it has to be yeah it rules it, it's pinker than ryan gosling's tank top in that new barbie movie it really is it's like pink like a couple of the shocks of pink in nate's background there it's like fucking neon madonna at her height pink neon genesis evangelion yeah which we've all just realized in the chat is all biblical i think so uh this is the, i mean it makes perfect sense it seems like it was always all there on the table and i just didn't notice until i started watching it the other day like oh yeah, yeah. on the 15th 15th viewing finally <laughs> i know what's going on <laughs> I get what this is. Hey man, that's the that's art that keeps on giving. If you watched it 14 times and then you were still like, wait a minute, this isn't about Jesus, is it? <laughs> yeah, you uh, just gotta you just gotta take mushrooms the first time you wash it through and it's all there. Uh, is that the um are they big mech suits, Neon Genesis Evangelion? Uh, they are. They're yeah, they're okay. like weird biomechanical 
mech suits that uh, you have to join psychically with. Oh, kind of like so the ones not- in Pacific Rim. It's not a dissimilar idea. Yeah, but they're not inside the suit. Oh, you are. Yeah, you're you're inside okay. of it. But the more you use the suit, the more you start kind of connecting with it, and that fucks up your head even more than just living in the apocalypse or the post-apocalypse, as it may be. You become the machine, Mitch. I like that, man. I'm all about people in robot suits. Uh, Fuck, yeah. I mean, I was watching this YouTube video called from Metal Ball Studios, and they have a lot of like size comparisons, like the world's tallest waterfalls. But they also do fictional things where it's like the largest watercraft penis. Yeah. <laughs> they did like a mech suit and one of them was bigger than the observable universe. And I was like, oh, come on! <laughs> Anime yeah, has to be reined in a little bit. So that just Gundam. means that it's beyond the fourth dimension. Yeah, yeah and like, Gundam's got like, like 30 years of Space Wars history going now 40 years so they've built up to the point that they're like out having massive space wars like a death star you you know how do you fight something that's bigger than the observable universe though oh you gotta fight it from a different universe man (laughs) it's bigger than our observable universe not their observable universe fair enough i didn't take that into account yeah you're you're uh you're walking on three dimensions coming from flatland yeah dude you're an ant looking at a line so basically what you guys are saying is mitch you ignorant slut (laughs) no i would never jane curtain you (laughs) but i am a slut so anyway um (laughs) i've well uh, before i forget i have to we have our first ever broadcast geeks retraction. Uh, I just want to say, so- yeah, I want to say sorry to JD Lopez that I identified Carl Urban's character in Lord of the Rings as an elf when he's actually a man. I didn't know. I thought he was a little elf boy. Uh, he's all man, baby. I didn't know that. But JD texted us today and said he, he killed three oh. pedestrians with his car because because <laughs> they were elves and he's a man. God damn it. Yeah. It was funny. So sorry about that, JD. I um one day I'll finish watching those movies. Jake <laughs> shakes his head. Nate laughs derisively. Yeah, yeah. Watch those before you watch any of the really good new stuff we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of new stuff, like I'm very, very bummed that Batgirl is canceled because I was like, that was my saving grace for Keaton's return to the bat suit. I was very like, okay, well, Ezra Miller has clearly fucked this Flash movie, so we're not going to get to see that. We're not going to see get to see Bat Keaton, uh, <laughs> but at least we got the Batgirl show or movie, whatever it was. I don't even know if it was a movie uh, or a show. I thought it's a movie. it was a movie. It's uh, a movie, and, and now that and I think that they they shot it all, didn't they? Or oh, it's done. Close they to showed it, it to yeah. Test audiences. I just There's mixed reports about what's going on here. They showed it to test audiences and then it got shelved. So people are saying it's either irredeemably bad or there's a lot of talk that with I'm, I'm also hearing it's racist. Whoa! Oh really? Well, well, I'm I'm hearing that the uh, uh, that there's yeah the decision was made by somebody who uh, apparently has some pretty openly racist thoughts out there. Yeah, it seems like within the. Um, corporate folding ins of Turner buying AT&T and AT&T buying Warner Brothers and then them buying Discovery. Um, the people that are in charge now are not very diverse. They're a box and, of Triscuits, is they? And possibly problematic. Yeah, the person dry who's old, running dry old Warner crackers, Brothers huh? Productions got fired and then not replaced. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so it looks like this might just be a victim of corporate shenanigans. Yeah. I, I imagine that's what it actually is, but all these other factors are probably at play to some degree. Yeah, because if it was a great movie they'd probably still put it out and want the accolade yeah they'd at least drop it on max yeah i'm scared for what all these uh shifts in the dc hierarchy means for the blue beetle film yeah uh, i i think it's mostly not gonna come out uh i, I don't think know all the dc stuff is gonna get probably indefinitely uh, on the back burner at least dude i'm scared that this is the beginning of them liquidating dc the way they've been threatening to since like eight weeks before shutdown it very much might be i think we're i think we're about to see the start of them trying to sell off the print presses and they've they've canceled almost everything in the Arrowverse. yeah they can't they they reduce that's 
season nine not even going on cancel it yeah yeah that's the the end of the original the og Arrowverse, right because arrow's done flash will I think be done that, what else was there legends, legends done legends Black is done Lightning was short-lived that batwoman might still be going on yeah but i think it ends i think that'll before. be yeah that'll be canceled if it's not already is black lightning still on no nope uh-uh. damn i think lois and superman oh yeah oh, that's that, the last that might be out there that might be the last one but that's technically not arrowverse right uh well they've been to the arrowverse but they don't exist there most of the time yeah huh yeah man so what does that mean for like all of our our more hyper violent and and with all the juicy cuss words in it like harley quinn and doom patrol and titans i don't know man this is scary because the the other thing that dc said back in the day is like they're just interested in liquidating the comic company so no one's gonna buy that because you yeah. they're going to retain the ip and film and comic or film and cartoons so you're buying the rights to print comic books not not to do anything else with the company really Oof. so yeah. dc is kind of fledgling right now i would imagine marvel is too right like because no, who's no. buying fucking books well here's the difference uh, is well, that they're, they're they're doing reasonably well yeah the and they don't doing... have to sell too much because you know they can make a billion dollars tomorrow if they want through other enterprises yeah and that's kind of the big difference in the leadership now is that both companies for the last over a decade 15 years have looked at the comic division as basically like really cheap screenwriters yeah mm-hmm, both for mm-hmm. cartoons movies anything they can put it into that goes to the direct to like the bigger mass media market so they've treated it as like as long as it's not a huge loss it can be a lost leader in their company they can sell these books and then when one bites they know they can take that one that bit and fucking paper girls it and get an amazon payout for selling the rights to the publishing house and all the benefits that come with that so they've Marvel treats the Marvel books as like, hey, write as much dope shit as you can, and we'll use as much of it as fits in with what we want as time goes on. Like when they wrote Miss yeah. Marvel, they didn't know that yet. Oh uh, like, yeah, they had the no idea what was all... on their hands with Miss Marvel yeah, but... uh, until like I don't know, ten issues in or something, and they were like, oh, this is one of the best selling comics that we've ever released. Yeah, but that was even right on the cusp of comic book writers and comic book publishing houses right. being aware of like the fact of like oh you're our script house now we don't have to buy screenplays from guys and have them rewritten five times to fit our shit we'll just yeah. like you guys buff it out and then take what we want and put it in and that's why there was the edict at marvel for years not to write a good x-men story and it was a rumor <laughs> for a long time and then when Mar- I, I just assumed that was chris claremont trying to tank his own projects <laughs> no it, it like it finally came out that it wasn't just a rumor when Disney bought fucking Fox that no, it was an edict at Marvel of like, if you write a concise, clear X-Men book, you're fired. We don't, you're not writing any free scripts for Fox. We don't want them to keep making money on these. We need the rights to revert back with <laughs> writing them plots right. that they can use. I mean, and I guess they lost the Fantastic Four several times over at that point. So yeah. And, and like, that's another one that like the fan, I, I'm sure that edict fell on all the properties that were outside of the company. Cause I mean, Spider-Man wasn't even really doing that good until they started sharing the sandbox again, other than miles. Right. Yeah. They were making doc. Ock, any hoozle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, I, mean, I like the Dan slot run. Yeah. The superior but, Spider-Man. Yeah. But so Disney still looks at Marvel as a place to break stories, as Marvel Comics is a place to break stories that they will make yeah. money on one day. And they're making enough money on now that it doesn't matter. Whereas yeah. Turner, Ted Turner looks at DC publishing and he just looks at the raw numbers because he doesn't have anything emotional or real attached to it. And he owns too much shit. And he looks at their numbers and goes, that's not a high enough profit for what I've got in it. Let's sell that shit. And then one of his smarter business guys is like, yeah, but we do make money off the movies. So we're not selling that IP. And he's like, I don't care. Why do I own a printing company? So they want to get rid of it. And then like Dan Didio or Didio, whatever the fuck you say it. Like yeah, he left and people were gone. suspicious that like something and bad I, was going on because he left so yeah. abruptly. And then Jim Lee kind of took over in a hurry. And then it finally came out like, no, he didn't leave because he was a pervert or something. He left because he got told we're going to get liquidated. Yeah. And then Jim Lee was told once shutdown happened because it would be such bad press to kill it. Then Jim Lee was told like, look, if you can turn a high enough profit with the company, we might might not liquidate it. And that's why they canceled all their books. And now they're doing two Superman books, 
three Wonder Woman books, nine Batman fi- books, fifteen Bat Family <laughs> books, a ton of Batman, yeah, 15. Oh. fifteen Batman Fortress, Batman, Batman Reptile, Batman versus the Werewolf, uh, uh, Batman meets Abbott and Costello, Batgirl, D- Batman Dark Knight, uh, Batman Knight. Batman White Knight. (laughs) Batman White Knight. Like everything they consolidated down to the big three. There's a couple of Flash and Aquaman books, but mostly kind of together. They'll tie Green Arrow in, but there's not many solo books being published right now. And they seem to be wanting to turn those into event books. Every chance they get. Like Aquaman Void Song is this whole thing that I don't think it even ties into the rest of the DC universe, but it's like every one of them is going to be a prestige 32 or 44 page issue or whatever. And it seems like they're almost trying to prove like, look, we can write scripts. Like this is, this is the thing we can do. We can write scripts for the characters you're actively using. We won't, we won't write a book about Booster Gold. We're sorry. Here's another <laughs> Batman book. Do you think well, you they, could use this in a movie? They did write a Booster Gold book uh, with Blue Beetle. It just only lasted for 12 issues. Yes, it was a limited run. And the, they did a new limited whole, series. The whole plot was that they can't get into the Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. But they're publishing a lot of 80, 80th anniversary commemorative $11 issues. They're publishing yeah. a lot of collected editions as floppies so they can count that as their floppy sales and not trade sales. They're doing tricky. Huh. They switched distributors and fucked Diamond over for the better, but like they went with a totally new distribution company to cut their margins a little bit because Jim Lee is really trying to make the numbers right so that Ted Turner won't sell his ass. Yeah, well, yeah. and you would think, you know, you hired the guy or one of the like four main guys who left to go form Image in the 90s. Yep. He's already given up on this pro- this uh, this company uh, several yep. times. Yep. And now he's fighting for it. But the other bad end of this is like, who's going to buy it for the money it's worth just to publish comics they can't capitalize on in any other way? Yeah, maybe, it's going to have Disney? to get that. Yes, it's going to have to be a company that uh, they won't already allow. uses that the same model in Marvel. Like, I mean, when Marvel went bankrupt in the 90s, Toy Biz was at least there to be like, listen, we're already selling your product uh we'll just take it over yeah uh i I don't think dc has that kind of uh, parent relationship with anybody no Um, they cut themselves off from everybody except mcfarland and i think that relationship hinges more on jim lee than it does on the company probably i imagine there's uh all kinds of like weird bad blood there yeah but yeah it's a it's on it's honestly kind of scary because it'll be sad if Batman ends and Shazam ends and Superman ends and you know those are yeah. American legacies and it, it's oh, also shitty me. that they probably wouldn't let yeah nobody's gonna buy it dude there's no sense in spending the money to just publish these books that's buying a bill the last issue of Batman ever and it yeah and if it and if it's Turner canceling it they probably won't get told in the way that you'll get the satisfaction oh of getting no you're Batman gonna get it's just the gonna most thrown together piece of shit Batman story. Where he probably will end up dying horribly for no reason or something. It'll it'll be it'll not be good. Uh, no, but we'll all buy one just for just to have just it. To have it. Yep. Yeah. Alfred a, takes over as the macaroni. It's a sad. Honestly, state of if they did that, quickly. I'd be reading more Batman books. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when we started the podcast, or at least when I joined the Arrowverse, I mean, that was comics I, it, was doing it, the best they'd done in decades. In a long time, yeah. Well, and DC looked like they were poised to basically Beat get Marvel. the same run that Marvel had uh, going yep. in in the cinematic world, and, and then they yeah. just kind of blew it. They spiked the ball, man. Their TV department's killing it, but they got bought out by the wrong people. Oh shit! Does this mean that we might not get a second season of Peacemaker? Uh, I dude, it, it could mean anything, really. I but they're yeah. gonna retain. It's already. It's already been leaked early on in all this that they're going to retain film and TV rights because that's why it makes the sale almost dumb to anybody but Marvel to get it as a prestige thing of like, now we own DC. We used to rent rent publishing space from them. That's why we had to do Strange Tales and stuff like that where they'd alternate (laughs) what was in books. They were renting printers from DC. Finally, Swamp Thing and Man Thing can battle it out. 
<laughs> there, there's, they have a sitcom where they're roommates. Well, <laughs> thing, Why is my laundry of, all musty? Because of rights in the films and TV shows, I bet they'd keep them almost completely separate. I, I mean, I think they would. It would be there'd probably be some. Fun no, no fan would enjoy happened. that. Yeah, like yeah. it's just like the amalgam comics in the late '80s and early '90s. Like, I guess I want to see Justice League fight Avengers for like two panels. I really yeah. don't give a shit. I like the worlds that they live in. Yeah, they're distinct and separate. Marvel's better. <laughs> Nuff said. Nuff no. said. <laughs> True believers. Uh, I'm really well, excited about this mutant news for She-Hulk. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, I assume everybody uh, saw all of Miss Marvel, except for Mitch. No, I watched it, man. I'm caught okay. up. I loved it. <laughs> it so they, they did... They did do a, a sort of mutant reveal, mm-hmm. uh, so that that's going to be maybe the ongoing thing. The only reason that Miss Marvel was an Inhuman to begin with uh, was because they thought that the Inhumans were going to be a huge project, and there was still a rule at Marvel that you couldn't right, that write you a couldn't good do X-Men the X-Men story. Yeah, because that that kind of came out with the creator when she was talking about it. Like we wanted to make her a mutant the whole time. And now it's ambiguous apparently in the comics. Uh, well, she's definitely like, inhuman. I mean, she's, she got hit by Terrigen mist and, you know, went through the whole transformation, but it's possible that she also has an X chain. I think it's been implied is what the creator was saying is they've been implying for a while that, she's also a mute. Yeah. That's so, part of the rub. Bub. And that's probably how, uh, we get mutants in the uh, MCU. Well, I'm down not, with it. it. In the trailer for She-Hulk, they mentioned that she uh, gets Bruce's powers through a genetic mutation. Yeah. And, and uh, apparently mutation is going to be kind of a heavy thing in She-Hulk. Yeah. So it's not from a blood transfusion from Bruce? It well, is, it, but the reason that her body of. accepts the gamma and immediately empowers her in a way that like Hulk had to get to is that she has like a gene... A, muta- a mutation that allows her to utilize, mm, yeah. which is also something it sounds like they're going to explore with Kamala, which is why I'm sure we're getting more than one version of it. But basically that not only can you be a mutant and have outright powers, but much like Wolverine, you can have a power set that can be enhanced. Cool. Because, you, you know, like his body was, it's not metal. That wasn't his power. But right. it was, it was even if he didn't factor. have the claws, if he had that healing factor and then you gave him the metal body, that's that's the thing that now he's utilizing. Well, and I've also heard, and I don't know if this is what they're going to do, uh, but because they didn't give uh, Kamala Khan like her actual embiggening powers, really, they kind of, that she might just be the armor character uh, transposed out of the X-Men comics uh, into her own uh, show. Nice, nice. A lot of people seemed mad about that on, on, on Twitter. But what aren't people mm-hmm. mad about on Twitter? They're like, oh, so now you can't have armor in as a character in the mcu i was like i didn't even know who the fuck that character was until i read this tweet yeah i mean we're at a point now with as much mcu as we have that people that are mad that it's not you know 80 years of history isn't coming together in this unifying story the way they want it to is like dude they're 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 playing they blackjack with a hundred and six. They didn't, decks. <laughs> they didn't like, know that left, they were doing that to begin with. <laughs> yeah, like they're they they're they can't count the cards anymore. There's so much shit going on, they just gotta figure out how to make it work and then yeah, move and also on. if if you're really mad that a Grant Morrison character that you love isn't making it into the into the <laughs> MCU, it was never meant to. His stories are all <laughs> supposed to be retroactively destroyed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the old stolen jizz, son. <laughs> what did you just say? Stolen jizz, son. But, oh, uh, Damien. Damien. Yeah. yeah, I heard that was the original character name, Stolen Jizz, son. Yeah, but it was too close to Jason, so they had to nix it. <laughs> <laughs> Except nobody would have voted to have Stolen Jizz Son killed. Yeah. Do you want us to beat the life out of Stolen Jizz Son? So, uh, I don't know. I, was, I, don't, I probably don't want to say this. <laughs> I have to now. Yeah, come on. Tickle it out of him. Look, you're, so, you're there in, in what all... What would Shaggy 2-Dope say? I was about to say, you're in front of two Chuggalos. And not just any two Chuggalos. The Chuggalos, the OGs. They are clowns, they are a posse. There's only two of them, but who who's to say what a definition of what is a constitutes a posse? Uh, I mean the dictionary, but you know. Yeah. 
Texas law book. I thought Natalia, <laughs> I thought Natalia like drugged Batman and then had sex with him against his will. I guess you would call that rape rather also than stolen jizz. Yeah, but the way when you say stolen jizz, it kind of implies that she had like a Dixie cup and was like, come on. And then she turkey basted it. It depends on the telling. Yeah, I, I think it's been retconned enough that there probably is an issue where that happens. No, there's definitely a version where she's artificially inseminated with Batman's seed. Mm, yeah, it's, it's a Thanksgiving it's... issue, hence the turkey based. <laughs> yeah, dude. She gets yeah, that rich. bat leche. Oh. oh, poor Batman. Well, without That's Matt Orton here, we've gotten started. too gross. <laughs> That's how Damien started and COVID. <laughs> Batman had his parents killed in front of him. He had his back broken. He's been raped. Uh, probably more than once. I'm sure the Joker has. So he's basically <laughs> just gone through everything Barbara Gordon had, does in Killing Joke. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did notice mm-hmm. today when I opened uh, Amazon that there's a new season of The Outlaws. What's that? Oh, that's that thing with Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant, Christopher Walken. Yes. And then a bunch of British actors who rule. Uh, I have still it says only a few months after the climax of series one, the outlaws sense. still have time to serve their sentences, but quickly realize the criminal underworld isn't done with them yet. One more job, and then we get out. <laughs> Dan Soder in the movie? Dan Soder or Dan? Are you talking about the guy from? Kung, Kung no. Fury? No, not Kung Fury. Balls of Fury? Uh, no, Dan That's Soder's Dan Fogler. Guy. Yeah, he's a comic from Denver. It's not him either. Vigo Mortensen with the beard that makes him look like Dan Soder in a thumbnail. Dan, Dan Soder's <laughs> the guy, uh, son, son of Gary. I can't do his voice. My throat's too dry. Son of Gary? Yeah, this is HBO special that rules. Son of a Gary, maybe? Son of a Gary. I'm looking it up right now. He's really great yeah, he does uh he does a lot of voice acting i think yeah he hosts a oh, radio show with big I knew plenty of animation yeah i knew i knew this name because he's dating katie nolan katie nolan is dating him she's she's on friday night baseball on apple tv and uh she's frequent guests on all fancy yeah yeah okay katie nolan fucking rules and yeah and, and soder grew up in aurora and soder also rules yeah yeah okay cool now i'm with you so because uh i'm pretty sure soder's on bob's burgers i think he has yeah. been yet i think, I think he, he plays a recurring been. kid or a recurring character but not like super recurring all right uh, so he was on he was on him and Kristen shaw there are there are two colorado comedians on that show yep and they're like cool but it's fun to watch an hbo special for once that has like references to the town they're from and it's all aurora <laughs> also roy wood jr's last special is filmed at the gothic and that took my brain like two viewings like That's the whole first time i watched it i did really weird it, so i was like <laughs> what theater is this why do i know this theater but they had like a tv quality backdrop behind them so it's right and like it was like the last four minutes and i was like that's a motherfucking gothic <laughs> and then looked it up and was right. Was like, okay, time to start it over and actually hear a joke. Oh yeah, because you were too busy like hyper fixating on yeah. what the theater was. Yeah, Dude, this looks like a place is. I've never had to pay for a ticket. But why would he be there? Yeah. Also, <laughs> like usually when it's a place like that, my brain just like has to hear Caldwell, and then I'm like, oh, it's home. It's in Colorado. Shit. I don't know. I'm looking at Dan Soder's. Uh, I'm looking at his uh, IMDb. Well, his Wikipedia, which is almost as good. Uh, it doesn't look like he's on Bob's Burger. He's. He's. I. I realized uh, a couple seconds after I said it that I was thinking of Dan Mintz. Dan Mintz. Oh, Dan, oh yeah. Dan Mintz is very much he's on Bob's Tina. Burger. He's yeah. Tina. Yeah. Oh man, have you guys uh, watched any of the final season of Better Call Saul? No. Have you watched? the most like are you caught up or are you pretty far behind no, i'm way far behind i they, they they had that really long break between seasons and it lost me ah man i just watched not the most recent one but the second to most recent one and oh doggy this is uh getting things are getting too spicy for the pepper Does it this make is the that, end right bro? this is uh the end of the series coming up this is the final yeah uh as of this recording there is 
uh, next week, well, next Monday, the eighth uh, will or the ninth will be the last, the set, the penultimate episode, as it were, and then the week after will be the finale, and then I can start watching Breaking Bad again. Not to say that, not to diminish any of Better Call Saul, because man, what it's a prequel done right, man. Is it gonna end at the right place? That I don't know because this most recent one that I watched is. So, I mean, you you guys watch the show, right? And we understand what the yeah. Right. So, you know that there's like, there's, there's vignettes of him in hiding after the events of Breaking Bad, working at the Cinnabon under an That's assumed name. That's after Breaking Bad? Yeah. So, okay. him, him working in the Cinnabon as Gene Takovic, and it's all in black and white, <laughs> that is yeah. him in hiding under an assumed name, uh, after the events of Breaking Bad. Right. Okay. And, and that's then, and when then he meets David Cross. <laughs> yep. And then they fucking, they meet John Ennis and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they I think I watched through season two and they just mm. have like shown like four or five vignettes by that point. Right. And there were like no payoff or clues as to what it was. And then they took like a year and a half, two year break between seasons. And I started the first episode and it didn't open with an explanation of the vignettes. And I turned it off and I was done with the show forever. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, once you know, cause there's a throwaway line in Breaking Bad when they're trying to get new identities and flee from the, you know, what happens in Breaking Bad. He's just like, I'm probably going to be at a Cinnabon in Omaha. And then he's at a Cinnabon <laughs> in Omaha. Nice. So, okay. But yes. So there's those vignettes. And then there's also his life prior to becoming Saul Goodman, where he was just Jimmy McGill, plucky, happy-go-lucky con man. And uh, so this most recent episode is all an episode of him as Gene existing in hiding after the events of Breaking Bad. Very tense. Very tense. Damn. Yeah, man. So at this point, I would advise just let it happen and then wait till it comes out on streaming and then binge watch if you're so inclined i I don't know i think it's all on netflix except what's currently airing correct unless you got a vpn and you can change your settings to uh uh, a different country and then you can watch the most recent uh season on netflix if you go to netflix australia mate noise noise yeah yeah, yeah. I like that mate. <laughs> Man, now that's a callback of a callback. God, yeah. My brain I can like, remember that, but nothing I've studied. I like that mate. mate. Shit. Well, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that. Have you any of you watched the new Orville season? No, but I did add it to my I watch list finally. I, I haven't I watched think any. You're ahead on all of the good programming this week. Except for girls. Yeah. You, know, you couldn't have, there goes my smile. Uh <laughs> Look, it's, it'll only take it. about eight hours to get through it. You can do it in a you know a, a lunch time. I have to yeah, I eat eight hour lunches. I just uh I don't know, I canceled my free prime membership it, it, it ended right as the uh, season finale of the boys ended. so i was like oh i couldn't have timed it better but <laughs> like it, to... amazon was just like you're you're not going to need to see anything else after this this is we've peaked yeah, yeah we need enough people to watch it this they renew it despite anything that must be what happened with outlaws probably uh i mean it, it seems like i mean there's there's no uh longevity to any streaming program especially so the only products. yeah the only possible way to get uh new seasons of anything is to have this massive cold following yeah we got to support this amazon thing it might not take off <laughs> yeah mitch you should rejoin and watch outlaws you got two seasons of that and a season of paper girls that's enough for a month that's true but when will i get another free prime membership for a 30-day trial sent my way whenever you get a well, new don't. email just, yeah <laughs> oh we can assuredly provide you uh one of us with a prime login my name I, is matt Oren. yeah Mine's logged in in a way that I can't pull it up on any of my devices, so I don't know how to give it to you without resetting it. That would fuck over my parents, and that's the whole thing, talking to okay. seven-year-old people through logging into their smart TV. <laughs> I do not envy you because I spend all of my time at work walking people through like what's an mp4 oh yeah. boy not something yeah. they should be dealing with it's right. 2022 yeah <laughs> can i plug this dvd player into my mp4 no 
It's a different thing, Glenn. Uh, but Jake, what if you did this? What if you played it on your TV and then FaceTime me while you hold your phone up exactly. while I watch it? Yeah, we can do that. I also think there's a way for like me to have a watch party and you don't have to be subscribed to join my watch party on Amazon, I don't think. I don't know, man. Jeff Bezos is pretty evil. He probably would want me to have an account. Yeah, but he's I- too busy trying to like take over space or some shit to they they also out of all the major streamers have like the weakest numbers so i think it's also a way to get people to like watch good shit with their friends and then want to see the rest of it or want to see more of what they have to offer i i think you can watch it through the scener app and anyone can join john scener exactly well the john scener app you you can't actually see anything but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay hand. i'll check out scener but yeah maybe if jeff bezos takes a, a little bit of a break from trying to fuck the sky with his rocket cock <laughs> fuck the sky space man <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I was right there with you uh, <laughs> oh uh, did anybody watch the new jackass shark week special where poopies redeems himself no but i'm going to for sure <laughs> Did you see the first one? No. Well, you have two to watch because in the first one, you see how poopies get attacked by the sharks. And then in the second one, you get to see Johnny Knoxville and all of his sadistic, sober friends force poopies back in the water with sharks. But the shark bites him. It bites the fuck out of him, dude. It bites the fuck out of his arm. He's bleeding so bad. No, it's like he's he's doing a stunt well one number one they have a scientist with them the whole time because it's for the discovery channel shark week who manny no it's not (laughs) manny if like they have like a real scientist out with these guys not a hippie and (laughs) the scientist dude is so like you see him in other specials and other specials he's just like all right it's great to meet you guys i'm so excited let's get out on the boat just smiling the whole time. The whole time he's with the jackass crew, he looks like he's constipated. Like he's not having fun watching these guys risk their lives. Like it's real. You can tell it's despairing to him. And yeah. uh, they're I doing mean, the all this ridiculous shit. Probably thinking, I got a PhD and this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I have to sit here and watch these kids for sure die. And they're doing wild shit to him throughout the special. And I think it's shot sequentially just because the follow-up videos each day. But uh the like one of the last things they're gonna do it's like the second to last thing is poopies the new guy who's a nut is going to wakeboard off a jump over shark infested water he's gonna fonzarelli this shit no and and go he eventually it had to happen again first take first take (laughs) cannonballs off the jump each shit immediately into the water which is like a big splash into the water is shark bait and like seven sharks swarm his ass and he gets bitten on the hand and he is they had underwater cameras to like watch the sharks when he landed and kept riding and the footage is nuts of how much he's bleeding under the water and then there's some psychopath on a jet ski that's like a medic who pulls up like immediately and then just cannonballs into the shark attack like that wasn't how this started And proceeds to grab the guy, swim poopies back to the boat, drag him up, put a tourniquet on him. And the whole time I'm going like, why doesn't this guy have a feature about him? I want to know more about the guy who saw a shark attack and was like, get me in there, coach. It sounds like this should have been the entire show. It was crazy to me that it's like the last 10 minutes and it's not even the whole rest of the 10 minutes. They like show one more stunt that they already had set up before Poopy's fucked up. And then in the new one, they make him go back and like deal with sharks in a very intimate way. And you can tell he's got like real deal PTSD, not like, I don't want to do this. Like he's, he's fucked at the idea of getting back in the water. Yeah, it's like Jason Statham in The Meg. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a bigger exactly. show, mate. Uh, they're all I'm watching I'm watching yeah. this right now. Poop Poopies, uh is this the dude with the he's wearing the fucking like pit viper glasses? Yeah, and a pit viper. yeah, that's the one. That's right before he goes and fucks up real bad. And then uh, Steve wears his jacket that he was wearing when he right before he fucks up, like in the next stunt. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude. It is a lot more fun. Like I've gone back and watched the old ones, and they're fun. 
but it's like obvious that these kids are so fucked up they don't care. And it, right. it's a little bit more now satisfying that it's to watch a bunch of 40-year-olds sober. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so much better when they tell like Action Aaron what he has to do. And he's just like, no, no. <laughs> and like actually freaking out and mad. Uh, it's, it's just like there's a bigger satisfaction to watching these guys know soberly like, oh, this is a really bad fucking thing I'm about to do. Oh, shit. I'm watching it live right now. Oh, it got bit. Dude, that guy on the fucking jet ski. Wait till you see yeah. jet ski cannonball boy. He just Hasselhoffed his way in there. Dude, just like, full Some people stand in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I splash into shark fights. Yeah, dude, he's oh. fucking crazy. This, this is more of a Baywatch Nights uh, sort of show. Yeah, It is. There's a vampire yeah. on the boat. Man, Pontius is on the boat. He's like, yeah, dude, he's calling 911 ambulance call. Pontius he's is the one... only one where it's obvious he's still doing pills. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. Like, I... every, everyone else is a thousand percent sober, a hundred percent. Pontius is still 100% fucking doing everything he used to do. I mean, his body's probably so fucked up. The opiates are the only thing keeping him going. Yeah, he's, he's wackadoo. Did it bite him did it bite his fingers off it bit like it it crushed all the bones in his hand and then bit through all the tendons in his wrist it bit, it almost bit his hand off oh i looked it God. i looked it up after watching that guess how much jackass has spent on hospital bills just during production not like what the crew has spent over the years just the production well, piece of this oh, it's got to uh, cost how much does it cost to shoot one of those movies 25 million i don't know i'm saying like they, they totaled the cost from the tv show hospital visits and the movies so all four movies and the tv show the payout I, from the production company to hospitals is i think it's gotta be over I two million i'm guessing rob i bet they've spent close to a hundred million dollars it's like 24.8 or 28.4 i forget which one it is but it's huge and apparently like johnny knoxville alone or maybe it is 100 and johnny knoxville spent 28 i mean i imagine that it's a sizable portion of the budget for every it's, movie it's huge, jackass. I'm looking up the budgets it's, for all the jackass. Twenty. Right it's twenty four point two six three million dollars. Good lord! <laughs> that the production has had to feed out just for hospital visits, and I think like Knoxville had one visit that was like a huge portion of that from when he did whatever he, his... he did to his spine and his head. Yeah, that's when the bull hit him and he he tore his urethra, right? Fully gored. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, you know, they told him that if he ever got hit hard again like that, he'd die. So then in the new movie, he does the same stunt. Yeah, but he's like <laughs> older than he was. He's, what, 20 years older than he was? Yeah. Dude, he just, dude, when uh, they showed he the just stunt, stays I, down. I really thought because I hadn't seen him doing press for the movie, I thought they might be showing us a snuff film and like they were going to put up a title card that was like, Johnny wanted you to see this. Because <laughs> like he hits the ground after the bull hits him. And he's immediate. He's it's, unconscious it's in the rough. air. And then when he hits the ground, he's he's making noises, breathing. I've never heard a human make. And I used to like fight contact sports for fun. I've heard a lot of people get knocked out. I've never heard anybody make the weird mooing, breathing so it sounds that Knoxville was making on the ground. He lands. He's just like, and you're like, uh oh, that's not. That's, that's not a collapsed good. lung. Yeah, yeah, that's not the sound of the computer he's starting. <laughs> this isn't good. Well, and then he just shoots it off. I mean, he leaves on a stretcher, but he's like joking around by the time he's getting put in the ambulance. Good Lord. The budget for the first Jackass movie was $5 million. Jesus. And it made $79.5 million. Yeah, man. They uh, Every single and one has been a huge success. Right. Jackass number two cost $11 million and made 84.6. And I think that's only because they had to send them to Japan a couple times. Yeah. I was trying to figure out when I found that hospital stat, I was genuinely trying to figure out what they paid these guys to be in the movie. Because I mean, when you think about that budget, all the props involved, all the vehicles involved, paying the crew, paying Lance, paying everyone they have to pay that has like high fees. What are these assholes making once they split it nine ways between the guys doing the stunts? Like, what are they getting paid to do this shit? Because like, what? how much money would you need right now for me to put raw salmon on your dick 
and then chain you to a chair and let a bear eat it off of you? Uh, probably multiple million dollars. Enough to buy a new dick if I needed to. Right. That's just one stunt. That blows the budget right there. Like, they're not <laughs> making enough. What are these guys making? Yeah, but I mean, Jack? like, when, when they were in skate videos, <laughs> they weren't making any money. I know, but they're 50 See, now. Really? Like, it's crazy to me. Jackass 3D had a budget of $20 million and made $171 million. Do you think they get back points, Nate? Uh, I bet Johnny Knoxville does. Oh, I know he does. He's the producer. He's, he's the only one that, uh, yeah, makes money. <laughs> I, I think he's the only one that actually knew how to negotiate a contract going into this whole thing. Oh yeah, that's that's blatantly obvious. They all, no one else learned anything from Camp CKY. <laughs> For real. Everyone else came out of it just like, oh, Johnny says he's going to do a new one. Let's just uh, go with him. Because I know they've said that like in the early seasons, I've heard Steve-O and Pontius say like the way it used to work was basically Johnny would decide how bad your stunt was and then approach you with anywhere from 50 to $300 and a handful of pills. Yeah, that sounds about right. And that was like how the first several seasons went. And Johnny kept all the money that didn't get paid out. Damn, dude. So Poopies is, uh, he's the one that gets bit in the face by the snake and jackass forever as well yeah dude and like they uh it's fucked up they make him kiss have you not seen jackass forever mitch no oh dude you need to watch it on paramount plus and then you got to go over to netflix and watch jackass 4.5 okay i'll do that but first i gotta i gotta watch the new uh series of beavis and butthead that just came out today nice but yeah dude they make him kiss a snake so he's on his knees with his hands behind his back like taunting a venomous snake with his nose and mouth and it strikes him once and they decide it wasn't good enough it's so very they venomous him, they make him go in i don't think it's very venomous but it's venomous yeah i mean if if anything's venomous and bites you in the face i see i think that's bad yeah dude that's bad news bears generally speaking damn it's too late for me to do this i'm a bad neighbor uh what? ordering a pizza that uh you're not paying Sorry, for i forgot i was on the podcast i'm just kind of high and said that out loud <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, i'm shit. doing i'm it's, doing laundry it's time to do my... the old three o'clock in the morning lawnmower yeah my yeah. La my laundry machine's louder than my lawnmower and it's on my covered porch so i should probably just oh. hang all this if i can i'm gonna have to rewash it tomorrow god damn it I they're fucked the pooch, the boys. They're going to be the cleanest gonna, fucking clothes ever. Just going yeah, to have to be a little musty. No, I can't handle it. I can't be must boy. Be must boy. Um, shit, I was going to ask you a question and then I fucking forgot. Yeah, I'll marry you for tax benefits. Let's do it. <laughs> I can officiate. I don't need to worry about it. I'm fully ordained. Nice. Um, I found my oh. ordination certificate the other day, too. Nice. Nice. Hell yeah. Let's go if out I ever get married, perform. it's going to be you two and Sam and Nathan up there doing dueling or ministers. That's what I want at my wedding. We'll call it the new fine gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Except for, yeah. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you. Uh, did you see that announcement of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Mutant Mania or whatever it's called? Yeah. Mutant Madness. The new logo I mean, I'm sure, for I'll, the Seth Rogen produced film. Which will come out one year from the the date of this recording, August 4th, 2023. If you're doing the yes. math, it is currently 2022. Yes. Lis I listeners, wait. time travelers, <laughs> crime travelers. Paperbills of all varieties. Yes. Hey, they're crime so travelers. Hard. They are crime travelers. You don't even know. That was a great blind assessment. Yeah, they, uh, they're literally committing the only crime that the future tries you uh, or executes you for. Yeah. Which is I don't know what it is quite time yet. Time traveling. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. I thought there might be more to that. I mean, there is there's a reason for it that's like more of an explanation but it really doesn't matter yeah all you have okay. to know is that the, the future wants you to die if you've broken the timeline uh, okay so they're kind of like the tva very uh, much the, a lot like the tva yeah very much and you'll hear people saying oh this is just like a stranger things rip off with girls but this comic book came out a couple years before that show did. So yeah, if anything, it, Stranger so it Things is the ripoff. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, other than the fact that it's about kids and it's and like an adult story about kids, there's really not that much. It's in not common. actually that similar. Uh, yeah. They spend some time in 1988 
that's about it. Yeah, which we haven't even gotten to and we're going to skip over in Stranger Things. Yeah, so what is Stranger Things going to be in the 90s when it comes back? That's what they're saying and now they've announced it's going to be two years. So it'll be 88? No, it'll be two years until we get new episodes. Oh, fuck me. David yeah. Harbour better be fat again when he gets back. <laughs> he's, he's done a bunch of interviews after people were like, he looks so good. And he's like, I fucking hated every second of it. I, I hated sure losing the weight. I hated keeping it nightmare. off. Yeah. And he just like keeps saying in a couple of different things, like, I can't wait to go back to being fat. It's he good for you. He got that Marvel money now. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, you know, his character is schlubby. Yeah. Now that he's back in, uh, he's back in Hawkins. He has access to all the pizza and lasagna from Enzo's. <laughs> oh, dude, the breadstick. The breadsticks. That's what it was. He's going to fill up on bread. He's going to do breadstick walrus. And then yeah, he's, gonna, <laughs> he's going all carb. <laughs> breadstick walrus. Yeah, dude, he's going to put two breadsticks in his mouth and, and just wood chipper them down. <laughs> oh, I'm somehow hungry now, which is impossible. I am also hungry, and I had a, a nice steak. Damn. Oh. I, had I was steak about to say too. the breadsticks sounded good, but uh, am I in that steak idea now? Yeah. yeah. Steak, steak rules. I, I mean, I'm not going to turn down breadsticks, but I'm probably going to eat a bunch of Doritos and just hate myself in the morning. Well, like, you know. <laughs> you had a steak. How are the Doritos going to outweigh the steak? How many well, Doritos already, are you going to eat? I already done eat at the steak. Right, but it's in there, cushioning the fall of the Doritos. Mm, that's it's true. not like you're going to bed on Dorito belly alone. <laughs> I got that Dorito belly. Yeah, dude. You're not Dorito boy. You're going to be normal boy. I got a bunch of taffy from Estes Park that I could eat, too. Who are you, Nathan Lund? Yeah, dude. No, Nathan Lund es- copied me. Nathan Lund copied you with getting taffy? I like this my, being a stance you want to take. My favorite thing about Estes Park is all the candy. Yes, right? <laughs> You'd think oh. it'd be the haunted hotel, but no. I can watch taffy get made all day. Right? <laughs> and I can eat taffy all day. As long as it doesn't stick to the wrapper. Yeah, that's, I had that's a, one of God's cruelest prank. I had the, the drink at the haunted bar and the, the same bar where they shot Dumb and Dumber. I saw the newspaper <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that he goes that says man lands on the moon. And he's like, No way, that's great. Uh, did we you know the where they uh, the, the ghost tour where they tell you about how insane Jim Carrey was and how he was probably pretty fucked up the entire time? No, I didn't go on the do- ghost tour because I thought they were actually gonna do some spooky stuff, but it turns out it's just like a guy. He's a, he's a guy named Mitchell. What a freak. Uh <laughs> he's a guy named Mitchell who goes by Mitchell is why he's a freak okay i don't know why it it just makes me it weirds me out when your name is mitchell and you go by mitchell i don't know yeah i think it's weird when jacobs go by jacob but nate you go by nate and not nathan or nathaniel it's it's nathaniel technically i i only use that uh i only use it in church (laughs) Church. (laughs) only when you're receiving christ only Yes, only only in the eyes of the Lord. Who knows me, me inside and out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you can't call me that. Only Jesus can. Yeah, my other Christ is an Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you could probably sell that. I kind of think that I could. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Something is delicious is coming through the vents, which is, is was, does poison gas smell like delicious sausage on a grill? The good stuff. No. <laughs> yeah. What kind mm. of poison? I don't know. Maybe the house is on fire. The kind of poison I'm killing myself with mm. smells exactly mm. like sausage cooking on the grill because that's what I'm using nitrate. Mm. You guys invent oh, smell. I, you guys invent I have smell some corn vision? beef in the fridge too. Corn oh, beef. Oh, maybe that's Ooh. what I'm smelling. Speaking of nitrate. Damn. I might have a waffle. Well, welcome to Broadcast Eats once again. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, we've uh, we've covered all our bases for this week, I reckon. I yeah, we've our exhausted Mexico. Most so of we- the uh, reasons to 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 talk about TV. Yeah. I'm going to watch the Orville and I can't remember how the last season ended, but I'm sure they'll have a previously on the Orville. Nice. I'm going to watch the last two episodes of Paper Girls and yeah, Nate, you've already watched it all, yeah? 
Yeah, I'm going to have to find something. I'm probably going to end up watching whatever's on Shudder. I watched two different shark movies today already, so I'll just get back into the Jackass Shark Week. Yeah, there you go. Jackass Shark Week. Or you could finish Outlaws so you could start season two. Could also do that. Yeah. Or you could watch Beavis and Butthead. Have you gotten to the part where the grandpa tries aggressively to get his grandson laid yet? Uh, no. I think I only watched two episodes of it. Yeah, maybe maybe Walken it was tries to get his grandson I... laid. That's Primo TV. Oh, yeah. Well, what are you, what are you guys watching? out there in our listener land we guys yeah, let us know tell we need we need more shit to see we need more shit they let to us see. Know, Mitch. they could do that by writing us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com they could like our facebook page they can follow us on twitter at broadcast geeks or on instagram broadcast underscore geeks you can follow and like and rate and share the podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify and Podbean. Or five stars to only, s- please and thank you. Yes, five stars only, please and thank you. Right, we do have a Reddit page, subreddit, r slash broadcast geeks. Sit dormant. We got to get that thing hooked up with uh, like some QAnon psychos or something to <laughs> really. I mean, make it, make next it time huge. I get Sam to watch a show, we'll have him on, and the Guigos will come over. Oh man, they would they would destroy us from within, like a Wait venomous a snake They're... biting us in the face. The Guigos? Yeah. All right. Because uh, Sam's character in our current Dungeons and Dragons game that we play is Guiguo. And he's playing not, Guiguo? He's playing Guiguo, a tortoise uh, or man tortoise cleric thing. Barbarian, okay, I guess he is. He's also decided that I'm Baco. Okay. This is all adding up where his all right. creativity on this is coming from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah whatever Guiguo is. He's he's doing it in Wiggle, multiple mediums. Wiggle slang for something we had to invent new words for. Gotcha. <laughs> Starts with a big R. It also is just like a term for an oafish, uh, corpulent person. Yes. That also seems to be a little on the, uh, their mental faculties are of questionable nature. Yes. A bit of a spy, if one would. Yes. <laughs> spy. Well, uh... uh... I'm definitely going to start bringing that up in future Dungeons and Dragons games. <laughs> or, just, or just subtly when he fucks up, be like, you're being a real Gleekwo, Sam. Yep. You're a total like, spy, Wait. aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> He'd be like, you know the usage. You're like, I see your name's Gleekwo, but I recognize you as Baco. <laughs> yes. We are initiated, aren't we, Sam? <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll come back again next week. Uh, Matt's been out in... in uh, Mexico, so he has not been able to post the most recent episode. Uh, I can't even remember what we talked about. He's, so he's been walking up hills that only go down, uh, seeing stars inside out. All kinds of weird yeah. stuff is going on in Mexico. It turns out he's been yeah he's been Kate Bushing it, just running up that hill. And uh, we'll run up that hill again next time on another edition of Broadcast Geeks, and we'll leave you with our uh, standard ten of nine. It goes a little something like this: X L C.